You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. Uh, as you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, In addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. uh, And most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. Doesn't that song just make you want to dig out at your old mouse? And their plastic mouse pad and the mouse with no ball in it, scraping it across it, trying to color in a picture of Yoshi that you're going to fuck up in the end anyways, right? Good times. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a pal will come over and we sit down and geek out about a game from our childhood. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, episode 23, We Remember the Game Mario Paint for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. My buddy Mark McHugh is back. I'm very excited for this week's episode. This is one of those ones everybody played or knew someone that owned or they go over there and play with it or whatever as a kid. Everyone's got memories of this game. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. This is well, This was a fun one to record. 
As far as the podcast goes, things are new. We are on Facebook and Twitter, as you guys already know. It's Twitter at MemberTheGame, and it's Facebook.com slash MemberTheGame. If you're a fan of either of those social media platforms, look us up. We follow back. We interact, all that good stuff. The podcast is also on Spotify and Stitcher now, thanks to... I was going to say popular demand, but it's not a popular demand. It was one or two people brought it up. So it's on a couple of new platforms. So if those are your podcast services of choice, uh, you can find the podcast there now. I'm really going to try to grow this thing in 2019. I also really encourage reviews. If you like the show, it'd mean a lot to me. Leave us a good review. It only takes a second, and apparently it helps the podcast when it comes to searches and stuff like that. I don't know enough about it to explain how it helps, but I guess it does. I'm going to start reading comments and reviews on the show, and if they suck, that's fine. I'll read them. Even if you don't like the show, I'll, I'll read your negative ones. That's fine, too. This week comes from KP9457 on iTunes. This was from a few months ago, but I'm new to this. Uh, love the show, Adam. Look forward to listening to many more. So there's your shout out, KP9457. I'm sure I know you. I just don't know who you are. Oh, I think I do know who that is. Uh, yeah, I think I do know who you are, but your your secret is safe with me. Uh, you guys, please leave us a good review if you like the show. I'd really appreciate it. It would help us out a lot, apparently. Like I said, going to try really hard to grow this thing in 2019. Um, it's... Uh, it's hard coming up with original ideas that have to do with retro gaming. I think you could argue this one's not necessarily an original idea. There's lots of retro gaming podcasts out there. What I'm really trying to do with this one to help make it unique is steer away from the homework and the facts and the history lesson when it comes to the podcast and the game that week. And just like I said, just a couple of guys or a guy and a girl, whatever, just a couple of nerds geeking. It's 2018. Gotta be PC. Uh, just geeking out about old video games. Um, so, uh, I'm really trying to come up with some other new ideas. I really want to try to grow this thing. I've looked into Twitch. I've looked into doing more YouTube channel stuff, uh, blogging, that kind of thing when it comes specifically to video games. Uh, it's just that I'm also a comedian and that takes some time out of my schedule as well. There's only so much time I have in a day. Uh, plus, I also spend a lot of time on the road, so I'm not always at home with all my equipment and everything. Um, that said, I'm really enjoying doing this podcast i know i've said it every week but it has completely just rekindled my love of retro video games uh i'm I'm playing them now more than i have in a long time i love reading about them i had mentioned a couple weeks ago about trying to do a gaming news section at the beginning of each week's podcast i don't think i'm going to do that unless it's retro gaming news because i'm going to try to keep it to where it is which is old school uh video games because those are the ones we all know and love right so uh I have ideas. Maybe I'm going to start its own YouTube channel right now. It shares a YouTube channel with my stand-up for the episodes of the podcast. I might try moving it over, trying to do more of a video thing with it. I don't know. We'll see. But the goal in 2019 is I want to uh, grow the audience by, I'm going to say, 300%, which I think is just three listeners for every one we have now. I don't think it's impossible. You guys are doing so much for me with your shares. And telling people about it, I really, really, sincerely appreciate it. And uh, let's let's fucking take this thing onward and upward and and become nerds. Uh, a legendary list of nerds together. I'm also getting a growing list of guests that are coming by. So thank everyone that's wanted to do the podcast that has taken time to come to I Hey, I, I live in kind of a pain in the ass place to get to in Edmonton. And all my regular guests take time to come up here and do episodes with me. So to all of you guys that are listening, thank you so much. If you've never done the show and you want to, shoot me a message and we'll see if we can set something up and uh, and we'll keep this thing going. So I guess that's what's going on with me. It's just, 
I love video games. I love doing this podcast and we got to find a way or I have to find a way to uh, make it bigger in the new year. And we will. I promise I will. Whatever. Uh, what am I playing right now? You guys, before I get to this week, as you know, I'm a Switch guy and Guacamelee 2, Guacamelee 2 dropped on it a couple of days ago. So I'm playing that. I know everyone with a Switch is playing Smash Brothers, but I'm waiting because I'm getting it for Christmas. So I have to be a good boy and be patient. Uh, Guacamelee and Guacamelee 2 are available on just about everything. I think they're PS4, Steam, Xbox, and now Switch. They are, I, I know some people think the term is overplayed, but they are complete Metroidvanias. They are fucking awesome. They're hilarious games. They're about a Lucha Libre wrestler named Guacamelee. And if you've never played them, they're not expensive. I, I can't recommend them enough. I'm really enjoying number two. They're funny. The controls are tight. The, they're perfect. Play them if you like those types of games. Uh, I also just finished 100%ing Crash Bandicoot 2. I got one more of those to go. We are going to do an episode on Crash Bandicoot soon, I think. And uh, as far as really retro goes, because Crash has been the remakes, uh, really retro goes, uh, I've been playing Earthworm Jim, a lot of Earthworm Jim on my Super Nintendo Classic. There will be an episode that's a spoiler maybe on an upcoming episode, but uh, it's fucking pretty rad, man. It's I love retro games. They're the best. They're just better than games today. I don't care what you say. So that's what I'm playing. Um that's it i've wasted enough time in this intro we're at like six seven minutes i am going to get to the episode of this week's uh, this week's episode like i said we're talking super mario paint you guys for the super nintendo entertainment system this game came out on august 1st 1992 over here in north america it came with that super the the super nintendo mouse and the mouse pad peripheral which had a bunch of other games to work with it in japan but really dick all to work with it here in north america and that said I knew so many people that owned this game and had that mouse and that mouse pad just to play with Mario Paint. Uh, I think uh, I'll get into it. I'll get into it with Mark. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to intro these things, but I got to stop talking about the fucking game so much in the intro. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to get to my podcast with Mark, episode 23, you guys. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it takes you down memory lane to a time where you didn't have a computer and you just did all your designing on your TV with that shitty mouse. I'll check in with you guys at the end, and then we'll let you get on with your week, okay? So kick back, relax, cue the music, and let us remember the game that is Mario Paint for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If 
If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans in tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Here we go. Uh, this one might be a little quicker than some of the other ones, but we'll see. You know, I've had a couple of NES games that I thought yeah. were going to be tight, and then you get going, and then it's like, oh, yeah, there's lots to talk about. Mm-hmm. That said, uh, this week we're talking Mario Paint for the Super Nintendo, which is, I'm if, if there was one game in this podcast's library that I'm like, you've played it. Like, to anyone listening to this, it's Mario Paint. Everybody has played with Mario Paint. Probably, yeah. Right? Like, I mean, unless you're a young kid. And you know, to be honest with you, like, if you didn't play it back in the day, and then you tried to play it now, like for the first time. Like imagine, like my nephew is 12, 12 or thirteen. You'd probably um, think it was pretty dumb. He'd be like, "This sucks." Yeah, like, yeah, you right. Bought, this was a full game, right? Like, and I was like, "Not only was this a full game, but like hours and hours of my life went into this." Oh, dude, absolutely! Right. Like, I got it as a Christmas present from my aunt the one year she came, and that was weird. That was the night she told us that she saw Santa on the way over. It was very weird. Oh, but she got us this game because she was like. She hung out outside the like the game stores trying to figure out because she wanted to get her nephews a video game, right? And this was the one that the cool kids told her to buy. Oh, so like it was it was the big game at the moment, and there's not a whole lot of real actual game in this if you really look at it. No, there's not. But you know what? Like, so to me, the the main thing I think of when I think of Mario Paint is like, I don't know about you, but like we got Mario Paint before we really had a computer. Yeah, you know, yeah, like me too. right, and so like even if you say that all Mario Paint had, which it doesn't, and we'll get into this, but excuse me, even if you said all Mario Paint is is like a cheap, uh, like Microsoft Paint simulator on the, on the Nintendo, then I'm like it was still Microsoft Paint on a Nintendo, which yeah. like everyone played with Paint back in the day, and I didn't have it, like I didn't have a computer to this play was with before, it. This was before Microsoft Paint was on every computer. Yeah, like and it was really kind of neat to like sit there and like so you could do a lot of things with Mario Paint because you like. Uh, you remember you used to be able to like you could pick their drawings and like color them in. Yeah, like there was the one of Mario riding Yoshi. Like that's from Super the Mario big World. one I remember. Of course, right? That's yeah. the one. And like I could literally just sit there and paint that picture over but and over. But sometimes you would again. like accidentally erase one of the lines and then like click on. Like, <laughs> yes. If you like click on the cape or something, because I'm like I'm gonna paint it all yellow, but you accidentally erased one of the lines, it's gonna be like okay, so the entire sky's yellow. Yeah. Now too. Yeah. If you accidentally wiped out one of the lines, then it would just like boom, and the yeah. whole thing would be. And you have to start over again. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, and I was like, it was. I, it was like embarrassing how anal I was. If you were painting that picture in my house and I was around, you painted that picture right. 
I didn't want any freaking <laughs> weird ass blue Mario. Like you paint it the colors it's supposed to be painted. I would always experiment with the other oh, like son of a bitch. I would experiment with the other colors, and I always felt dirty about it. You should have felt you anarchist. You should have felt. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like I thought that was really like I mean yeah like it's funny now like if if you paid I don't know what it cost I have to assume that it was seventy or eighty dollars back in the day. You know, yeah, like, I don't well, remember like, how much Super. I never bought Super Nintendo games when I was. But a it kid. would have it would have had to come with the mouse. It came with the mouse and, and the, mouse the mouse pad. pad. It was yeah. a bigger box, so like, say it was eighty bucks. Let's just say, yeah. Uh, if you bought that now for eighty dollars, that game would get like a two out of ten review easily on a on any gaming easily. site or anything. Especially if you bought it for like a modern console, people yeah. would be like, "What the? Fuck it would get is panned." This? The only thing that would, I think, like I haven't played with Mario Paint and then. 15 years minimum probably longer than that like the only thing that i think would stand up at all now would be the fly swatting game the fly swatting game but like even then it's like the same five levels looped over and over again yeah it was and it was like there was a little bit of like nightmare like it was a bit of a nightmare that game yeah just like it was fun but like whenever your hand got stung it would just let out this real human scream <laughs> with a human face on a hand and it's like what hell have you gotten yeah. me into mario and the control like that mouse wasn't perfect no you not know, really on that plastic game like i can still hear the like like the scratching noise yeah. of that mouse dragging around on that so like you get stuck and then you'd be screwed and then if you had to lift it off to like move the guy back like to move your hand back so you could move over further or something you get stung and the best part about this game, the thing I remember liking most about this game is when you booted up the game. Yeah. There was like Mario Paint, like the Mario Paint uh, the letters. title screen. Yeah. You could click on the letters and they'd all do something different. Yeah. I like, honestly, with you, like, one of the things I'm ex- like, if we're doing this, if we're talking, like, if you're listening to this, then I've edited this podcast and put it out. Uh, I love that the music, like, the some of the sound effects and some of the music from this game, like, not just how you could create your own music. Uh, but like the music that came within the game and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. love that. Like I, it was, it was such a calming game. You know what I mean? Like, and it's it kind of like the last game we talked about. It was like, there was no like high drama. There was no yeah. like, it was just a peaceful game to play. Yeah. It was good. Like if you were, I mean like I'll, as I've admitted on this podcast many times and, uh, I, I'm getting help. I, I have a rage problem when it comes <laughs> to video games. And I've gotten better. There's no more putting holes. I have put holes in walls. I have smashed. Oh, really? Yep. And I don't do that anymore. Uh, Molly will sit. My dog will sit with me while I play a video game. Now there was a time where she wouldn't because I would get so angry. Uh, <laughs> Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. I'm looking at you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, oh, but uh, but with Mario Paint as a kid, I would get angry at one of my games, and then I put in Mario Paint. Yeah. And that would just be like how I would be like. Oh. Well, the thing about Mario Paint, it wasn't like, it, again, it wasn't so much of a game as it was just like a creation studio. Yeah, it was, you know? Like, yeah, you could do the thing, like, you could, you could, like, play the Fly Swatter game, but you could also, like, create backgrounds and animations over the background. Yeah. Did you ever watch Homestar Runner? Yeah, I did. Yeah, the first few Homestar co- uh, cartoons were animated in Mario Paint. No shit. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, a lot of things, like, it was a lot of people's first animating tool. So not only was it like, not only is it just like a cool kind of like creation studio, but it actually inspired a lot of real world creation. I didn't know that. Wow. That's cool. That's really cool. Actually. I did. Wow. I, I actually was one of the notes I wrote down about this episode is I, I, I'm curious to know if there's anyone out there creating now that started with Mario paint. Oh yeah. And there easily, has to be easily, you know, it's so like Nintendo for ever has had a great, 
sometimes great, sometimes bad reputation for thinking outside of the box and trying different things. You know what I mean? And it's and and sometimes it's great, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's just weird. What yeah. is Labo? I was gonna say like there's Labo now. You can look at the Wii as a whole. Yeah, it was an experiment. The Virtual Boy didn't work. Um, you know, there's lots of little things that they try, and it's not just the little things, but sometimes it's just like a game. You know, and like when I think of stuff like Mario Maker, uh, to me like the original of all these was Mario Paint. Like this was the first. Yeah. I can't think of a game on the NES that was like this. And that's actually, I liked that a lot about Mario Makers. There was a lot of little, like, references to Mario Paint in it. Yeah, yeah, there was. You know, one of the things I've wondered before is, uh, how have they never released a sequel to Mario Paint? Like, I they wonder... They kind of have. Like, but, like... There is, like, Mario's print studio, which was for, like, the N64 designed a disc system that only sold in Japan. Yeah. And with it, it came, uh, there was a game called Mario's Paint Studio. Oh, I didn't know and that. And it was a lot like this, but like it was more, it was more focused on like drawing than it was anything else. Right. But just, it's always kind of just made me curious, like, because they certainly could, like, I mean, even like the virtual console, like you can't tell me that the Wii Remote wouldn't have worked just fine. It probably would have worked better we, than yeah, a mouse. Yeah, it would have worked way better than a mouse for you know, all of so this. It's, and I think that that game would have sold. I think a lot of people would have bought that and just been like, here, like to their kids. Like, here, just yeah. play with this. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be a perfect oh, time kill. Um, you know, same as like even now with the Switch, the Joy-Cons are motion control. Like, they would work. A touch. It has a touch screen. It has a touch screen. Like, it just, it surprises me a little bit that they haven't done a, another, I, I didn't realize that that one had come out, but I guess that one never found North America then if it, it was just it on the DD. It, so. it didn't, yeah, it didn't. Um, like it was a cool game, you know. Like I mean, it's obviously now it'd be useless, you know. It's, I liked the, I liked the music creation as well. That's where I was gonna go. To me, and they I read about this actually not long ago. They said there are still people today releasing music they make in Mario Paint's yeah. Music Maker. Oh yeah, it's like, a huge it's, platform. It's a genre on YouTube. It's, right. Yeah, yeah. The one I saw was they did the Legend of Zelda theme on it, and it that's was rad. Su- that's super cool. It was really good too. And the thing is, is like I was never good at it. Like you would you remember you could pick the sample songs at the bottom and you would just like replace everything with like dogs barking or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, and they seemed like they were you were like, "Wow, look at what this program I could do." And then my song would be a fucking entire row of pigs on the bottom bar. So it just sounded <laughs> like a giant fart. I <laughs> used to put all these pigs there, turn the volume up on the TV, and then just play it on replay at fastest speed. So it was just like bum, 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 bum. And but, we thought it was so the that's funniest when you created thing. dubstep. Yeah, yeah, I did. You're all welcome. Thank you. But that, yeah, that's like, that's the stupid shit we used to do. We would try to, like, I remember like many, many times I would sit down and try to make like a real good song and I'd get like a dozen bars in and then just be like, ah, fuck it. But that's what I mean. It like, it it inspired real world creation. Yeah, it did. I wonder how they came up with it. Like, I wonder how they were like, instead of making a game, let's just make a whole bunch of little creations. Because Nintendo's always been good at like encouraging creativity and Mm -hmm. encouraging you know, uh, imagination and things like that. But this was really like, I well, think and people... this is how it like, it snuck it in there. It was like Mario was super popular with kids. So it was yeah. like, let's get them to like create something. And then they wrapped it in Mario and yeah. people were like, Oh, it's a Mario thing. Let's do it. Yeah. And yeah. then tricked them into, unlike they did the exact same thing with another game called Mario is missing. And it wasn't as good because they tricked us and are like, Hey guys, look, it's a Mario game where Mario is missing. And on the box, it's like, Ooh, look, it's Bowser's taking away Mario and Luigi has to look for him. And yeah. Like, fuck that looks like a great game and then you play it and it's like it you're sucks. in paris and you're like please tell me three facts about the eiffel tower <laughs> and you're like 
fuck you. Yeah, give me my brother back. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, whereas, yeah, Mario Paint, you're right. They, it was clearly a, a creation tool, and then they threw Mario's face. Because, like, it's say they release that exact same game, but they don't call it Mario Paint. They just call it uh, Nintendo Studio or something. Which the there could very well be a game called just could that be. but that's exactly the point i was gonna make nobody would have known no. about it it would have died you know whereas mario paint like blew music up. who played it yeah exactly whereas mario paint like everyone i knew owned mario paint yeah like because I would, it I was would, a mario game yeah like i, I would be i would i, I should have checked i'm i am gonna check this uh so i'm gonna ask you to say something in a second to kill time while i'm looking shit up like a okay. dud but uh i would be very curious to know if mario paint was in the top 10 best selling any snes games there's a good chance it's it's possible. I know that there were bundles that were sold with it. I don't know if they were popular. If that was a popular yeah, Super yeah. Nintendo bundle. Yeah, that's, yeah, they had a lot of bundles. Eh, like yeah. I was, I had the Super Mario World bundles. So that's what well, I even think if you of. bought a Wii, you had Wii Sports. So Wii Sports is like the second highest selling game of all time, or something. Yeah, that's like true. That. No, it's not on here. No, it's not. All three Donkey Kong countries are. Oh wow. But you know what? And I haven't done one of those games on here yet. They deserve all three of those spots because those are some of the greatest platforms. It's not what we're... They're some of the greatest platformers of all time. Yeah, they're amazing. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Mario Paint. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly... I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And better help is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. Uh, you know one of the other big problems with Mario Paint, and it didn't seem like a problem at the time, but it's one of the reasons it would it would be you'd have to re-release it with added things now. Is there was really no way to share unless you hooked a VCR up to your TV and recorded what you were doing on a yeah, VHS. Yeah, there wasn't a way to print it. There no. wasn't. You just would have to show like, hey, look, this is a thing I did. Yeah, I can't even remember if you could save a lot of stuff. You could on. save it, but could like, you? yeah. Because you could build like stamps and you could build, like you said, like it was actually. Like saving actually took a long time. That Like there was like a whole robot oh, yeah. that danced. I remember the robot dance. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there was like, if you really got creative with it, like you could create like a movie. You could use your music and put it into your drawing yeah. with your stamps, acting shit out. And not not a movie, but like a comic book kind of. People absolutely have made like anime. Again, like uh, I see no reason why you couldn't make like a full length animated movie in mario paint no it was a pretty... i mean it wouldn't be great like it still is very limited like sure tools yeah it had like no you know you couldn't put any like talking in it or anything like yeah. that but uh you could do a lot of cool things with it man it was 
I don't know. It's so I wasn't sure how to, how this episode would even go because I was like, there's not it's not a game. There's not much to talk about, but there's a lot to talk about. I think it's just one of those like maybe more so than any game we've talked about on here before. It's it's one that like probably just needs to stay in the past. Like when I say that I'm surprised it never showed up on the virtual console, like I, I wouldn't have bought it. I would have, if I had kids, I would buy it. Yeah. If it had shown up on the Wii virtual console and I could have given, you know, for like six bucks and I could have given my kids. But it's not a game I would search out to play for myself anymore. No, no, me neither. When I, when I collected video games uh, years ago, I, I owned it and uh, I don't know if I ever maybe tried it once just to make sure it worked. But then I was like, what am I really going to do with this? Like I, like... You play the fly game a couple of times and you're like, it's right. one, yeah, it's one of those games that was great when you're a kid, but now yeah. it's like, yeah, like, I mean, the old video games still work. Like you can still play Mario brothers today and it's awesome. But this game now, like it's the phone I'm holding in my hand right now. It has all those things. 10 times better, yeah. you know, like, like infinitely better, you know, and I can share them and I can save them and do it faster. I don't have to watch the little robot save stuff. It doesn't have a crappy mouse that like, I don't like and the, it wasn't completely pre internet, but it was like pre like just before the popularization of the internet. Yeah. Before the internet kind of became normal and mainstream. Yeah. So it was like kind of a thing that like, so like the super, like Mario paint was just kind of a thing that you had to enjoy for yourself. Yeah. But it was like, I, I don't know about yourself. Like I could sit there with my brother and just play Mario paint for hours and yeah. have a great time. Just making up stupid little songs. Like the fucking like, uh, I the pig noises is the best. Uh, and just, yeah, creating these stupid stamps. We made all these awful stamps where we would try to make something that looked real and then give up halfway through and just yeah. make it into something stupid. Cause, and like, that's the thing now too, is like, I would love to get my hands on it now just to try to create some pixel. Like I love pixel art, like 16 bit mm-hmm. pixel art. And you could totally do that with those stamps. You if you were good, yeah. I just wasn't good. I have no artistic ability whatsoever. But, uh, but the fact that you had that, like it, it was a game before it's time, you know, it really not, maybe not before it's time, but it was was the first of its kind, maybe is a better way to put it. Yeah. You know, like they had never done anything like that before. And they were taking a big risk with that game because that mouse, I'm sure that the mouse was like the super scope where when they initially released it, they were like, well, we got to put a bunch more stuff out for this. And it probably was more expensive because you had to include that hardware. Yeah, absolutely. And it was the biggest problem with the mouse and the like mouse pad is they weren't good for any other game no i i can't like there might be like one or two that it was good for i could be wrong on that that's but for what, the most part like that's what i was just gonna say there may be another game but like it was basically dead yeah you know it was a dead peripheral uh and it wasn't a very good mouse and the thing is, is like as as computers became more mainstream and more houses got them and you got access to paint and you got access to a good mouse you know i mean like it, it just it died like overnight you were like even oh, now oh. like computers like you can get like good music software on it pretty easily. Sure. I have like, I, I know some people, again, computer people are going to be like, oh, that sucks. But like my MacBook has GarageBand. Yeah. You can do a ton of shit with that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's incredible now, but like Even Mario then, things like Finale and Sibelius, they're pretty cheap. Right. But Mario Paint was like the first one. And like, it's, yeah. I would, I would like, it would really make me happy to hear a game developer or try to or do musician something or like something. this. Yeah. Yeah, try to do something like this now or come out and say, uh, I got my start with Mario Paint. Yeah. I would be like, that's really cool that the first thing you ever designed something on was Mario because I did that. And then clearly you, you did something had talent and I didn't. Yeah, I just made a bunch of pigs snort over and over and over again. But you were good. Um, I don't know, man. I It was cool. I, 
I don't know if there's a way to re-release it I have now. A pla- I have a place in my heart for Mario Paint, but that the t- but the time has passed. Yeah, for it. yeah. I I'm willing to go back and play just about every old video game. And sometimes you go back and play an old game, and you're like, this actually kind of sucks. But I liked it as I a kid. I find that a lot with the NES. Yeah, the I'm, NES is bad for that. I'm a little bit biased when it comes to the NES. Like, the SNES was my first console, so I guess I'm a bit biased towards it. But if you try to play games like Balloon Fight, like, really, like, when you're a kid, those are fun for hours. But if you try to play it now, it's fun for, like, 25 seconds. And you're like, all right, let's see what else is on yeah, here. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, but I can still find a way to go back and play old games because I enjoy them. But Mario Paint, it's like, I don't think I would go back and be like, this isn't as good as I remember. I think I would just go back and be like, this is not necessary anymore. Yeah. It would it would be like, instead of fucking typing out something on a on a computer on Word, it doing it with a fucking typewriter. Yeah. It just wouldn't, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't have any need to do this anymore. Oh, exactly. Um, but that, and I mean, and it's a hard thing to emulate. I, I don't know if there's emulators that work on computers where you could use your regular mouse and play it or not. If you can't, then I would think it'd be a very hard game to emulate. Like this game is just, it's always going to have a place in history. It just is, a, it's dead. There's nothing, what else you do with it? It's yeah. done, you know, but it was fun. I'm really looking forward to editing this and just listening to some of the, like, I can hear the music in my head. I can hear the music. Yeah. Uh, that's probably not how it goes, like, but that's how I hear it up here. I just can't, I, that's the part I'm looking forward to the most, I think. Um, that's it good job yeah that's it this has been karaoke with martin no. <laughs> well, i don't know it's not bad i didn't know what this episode was gonna be like but actually that was fun yeah i like mario paint um if you don't like mario paint go fuck yourself that game's fun or you were just born after the internet mm, well then you can go fuck yourself too uh <laughs> what would you uh i don't even know if you can give a score to mario paint yeah, because it's one of the, like, it's such a sliding scale. Like, yeah, if it was released today, that would be a solid two. Maybe a two, yeah. But, like, at the time, it's like, oh, that's a nine. Yeah, I'd give it, like, an eight back then. It was a lot of fun. It yeah, was, eight or nine back then was probably could, good. I, like, legitimately would like to know how many hours I put into it as a kid. And I have nothing to show for it. Yeah. And I know you could say that about any video game, but at least most video games, like, I beat them. And then I'm like, oh, look, yeah, I beat the game. you can't beat Mario Paint. No, you just keep painting in this colored picture of Yoshi over and over and over again. That was my favorite th- my yeah. favorite thing. So stupid. That and the pig <laughs> noises. And the cat. The meow. The cat. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, okay, we're going to end this one. Uh, I might actually try to go online and find a couple versions of songs done in Mario Paint to put uh at the end of this one instead okay. of just a song so you guys may be listening to that in a minute if you don't then i'll edit this out so you guys don't hear it but uh if i do then i'm gonna leave this part in and uh good shit buddy thanks for thanks cool. for thanks for talking mario paint with me that cool. was fun thanks for having me all right buddy That's going to do it for this week's episode, everybody. Mark McHugh, my friend, thank you so much for coming by, talking Mario Paint with me. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I think I mentioned during the chat with Mark that I was going to try to find uh, someone's music uh, from that they'd created with Mario Paint, put it into the podcast. I've decided not to. There's some great ones on YouTube. I just don't want to steal someone's work. So if you're interested, just search it. YouTube, you know, go on, go on, whatever, and just search Mario Paint music. It's pretty wild, man, some of the shit people have done with this game. Um... That was fun. That was a fun episode. That was a trip 
trip down old memory lane. And that's one of those games that I'm pretty confident I'll never play again because I don't have a mouse to access it with or a, a Super Nintendo mouse. So I'll probably never play with it again. I don't really see a need to, but it was fun. I'm sure you guys all played it. You guys all liked it. You guys liked the episode, right? I hope you did. If you did, leave me a good review. Put it on wherever. iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or one of those new things. We're on Stitcher and Spotify now. Don't forget any of those things. I'd really, really appreciate it. Uh, subscribe to the show. Tell a friend. All that good stuff. We're on Facebook.com slash game, and we are on the Twitter at game. Come and find us. That'd be rad. Uh, I think that's going to do it. Yeah. It's good enough. I'm going to get out of here. You guys, thanks for listening. I'll be back again next week with episode 24. It's a surprise, as always, but uh, there's a cool game coming up. And go play some video games and eat some food and drink some booze. It's Christmas time. That's what Christmas is all about, right? Getting drunk with your friends and your family and playing video games, I think. Something like that. Something, that's, I think that's what Jesus said. Something like that. Anyway, thanks, guys. I'll talk to you again in seven days. Take it easy. <laughs>